Well, welcome everybody to the next in our series of Experience CGI. And our podcast today is going to be looking and visiting the exciting world of emerging technologies. I'm Steve Evans, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined today by Neville Richards. And for those of you that have joined us in previous podcasts, you'll know that Neville looks after our advanced operational technology area. And today we're talking to Neville live from Australia uh, about quantum and quantum compute. So um, hello, Neville. Good morning from uh, the Northern Hemisphere. Good morning. Great to have you on the podcast. Um, you and I have been knocking around uh, this idea of quantum and what, what it means and what it can do. And are we ready for quantum, which is really what we're going to start to get into on our podcast today. Um, so maybe just to kind of start us off uh, to bring it to life um, a little bit. Uh, I wonder if, if you would just give us a little flavour of this this conversation we were having the other week about uh, the cat uh, to explain what quantum is. Uh, quantum mechanics uh, deals with many uh, ideas, including the ideas of superposition, interference, and an entanglement. Schrodinger created uh, a theoretical cat, uh, which has become famous in quantum uh, physics, uh, called Schrodinger's cat. The hypothetical cat uh, demonstrates the idea of superposition, that is, object can be in more than one state simultaneously. Uh, in in this case, the cat is inside a box uh, with a flask of poison and a radioactive uh, detector. If the detector detects some radiation from the outside source, the flask is broken and the poor cat meets its demise. Uh, while the box remains closed, however, from the observer's point of view, the cat remains both alive and dead. Uh, it's only when the box is opened that you work out whether the cat is really alive or dead. Uh, and I think this demonstrates some of the strange effects of, uh, of quantum uh, mechanics. Uh, quantum algorithms seek to exploit this to solve problems that can't be solved in uh, traditional uh, ways because the, the, the data in uh, traditional computers uh, is dealing with binary data, that is ones and zeros, whereas quantum data effectively has an infinite number of values from uh, zero to one or alive to dead in this case. The focus of this research within the IT world is to demonstrate uh, a quantum advantage, that is computers that can be built to run and solve problems that existing classical computers just can't solve. And we should say, shouldn't we, Neville, that no cats were harmed in the in the recording of this podcast. This is just a theoretical uh, uh, example, just to bring bring the the, the concept uh, to the fore. Um, I would say then. So, if you look at if we look at the real essence of quantum, is it purely speed, uh, Neville, that, that it brings, or is it some additional things beyond uh, pace? So, uh, quantum holds the hope of of solving problems that existing computers just can't solve. For instance. Uh, one of the famous uh, algorithms for quantum is Shor's algorithm, which deals with factorizing numbers. Uh, this is very important from the cryptography point of view. This algorithm implemented on traditional computers uh, can take an infinite amount of time, but uh, are quite solvable on quantum computers. Uh, quantum technology itself opens the doors to solve a whole range of problems in the physical domain uh, that uh, we just can't currently solve. So it's a combination of extra compute power, the ability to solve new things and to do it much quicker. 
Yes, in, indeed. So when one, when one thinks about uh, quantum and then, you know, thinks about when will it arrive, is that with us today, Neville, or where, where are we with the quantum journey? Yes, uh, quantum research has been ongoing for, for some time now. And in fact, small-scale quantum systems are available uh, through most of the cloud providers. Uh, and, and you can, in fact, uh, buy uh, small-scale quantum computers, i.e. those that, that have a very small number of bits. The time frame to reach the scale for solving general problems, though, is, is somewhat debated. But I think uh, the, con- the consensus is that uh, by 2030, uh, the quantum industry will be a multi-billion dollar industry and uh, uh, many of the, the more general problems that we're looking to solve will be within the within the grasp of quantum. Mm. And when we see and think about quantum in, in that sense, you know, in a very mature way, but then look at where we are today, what kind of impacts does quantum have on our lives today or, and will it have in the future? Well, uh, the, the internet is secured uh, by encryption algorithms, and as the the internet and the reliance on the internet has got um, more and more uh, pronounced uh, recently, uh, all of these uh, algorithms are very important uh, to to preserve uh, the, the the safety and anonymity of, of data. Uh, quantum could radically change that overnight um, with the introduction of, of general quantum uh, computers. Uh, many of the the, the current uh, security algorithms may be become vulnerable. Um, this is particularly important for long-term data, uh, such as biometrics uh, that, that are stored. Uh, there's uh, a, a number of people within the community uh, for, uh, for encryption and security that, that worry that uh, people are stealing data today that can't currently be cracked uh, with the hope of, uh, of, of cracking it in years to come when the, the, the algorithms become available. But uh, quantum can also be used to solve um, a whole range of other problems that can't currently be, be solved. Um, there's uh, in, a, in a very broad range of, uh, of areas, including things like health, uh, mining, security, uh, the, f- the financial industry, uh, molecular modeling, uh, the, the the list goes on to, to some of the, the problems that that, uh, that could be solved. And when you kind of take that very powerful uh, outline that you've just described there, Neville, how, how do you think then quantum could be applied to the digital world more, more broadly? Well, uh, I think that uh, quantum is more of an enabler technology uh, very, in very much the same way that we think about GPUs are today. Um, it's, it's less likely that we'll see a quantum uh, desktop computer on, on your on your desk in the near future but uh, but highly likely that we'll see um, a quantum coprocessors and in, even today within the realm of supercomputing there are a number of initiatives around the world where quantum computers and supercomputers are being combined to solve some of these 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 very important problems so the the real uh evolution in this technology is what I'm getting from this and things are going to start to move pretty quickly. Um, how can CTI help business prepare for quantum technology? So I think, I think there, there are many steps for businesses um, to become uh, quantum aware and to become quantum ready. We can go through a series of steps of understanding where algorithms are used within current businesses. Um, and then once we understand those, to look at the 
those algorithms and to see where uh, quantum and quantum advantages can be had uh, over uh, traditional and classical uh, algorithms. And, and this allows us to find the, the true value of where quantum can be best applied. Once we've worked out the, the most strategic areas where quantum can be applied, we can then uh, qualify the, the business value uh, from, some, from some of these changes, bearing in mind that uh, uh, quantum implementation, especially in the early stages, um, is likely to be uh, quite expensive. By, uh, by coming up with the most strategic areas, uh, we can then determine the advantage of, of uh, using quantum and to transform over, over the, the current systems. I know that in our conversations, not only today, but in previous conversations, Neville, we've talked about this, this topic of quantum and impacts on security. And you mentioned it a little bit there uh, earlier in the context of the internet. Um, what do you think are some of the large-scale security uh, items that need to be, you know, uh, we need to be aware of? I think uh, one of the, the biggest areas that quantum is likely to impact is, is in the area of, of, uh, of security. Um, and I think um, we can certainly help uh, businesses to go through and determine the critical aspects of the business that are vulnerable uh, to, um, to, to quantum attack um, and then to identify the, the various cryptographic mechanisms that are, are being used to see where the, the, the most vulnerabilities are. Uh, we can go through and evaluate all these risks and the timescale um, to mitigate um, to allow the businesses to translate uh, through to a post-quantum architecture. Um, and of course, it's, it's always important to, to be able to test and plan the effectiveness of this. And I think um, we'll, we'll be going into the area of quantum security and, and how it can be used for both advantages and for businesses to be, become quantum ready um, in a subsequent podcast. Neville, we'll, we'll look, look forward to that for sure. And just to kind of close us off today, I think we've covered quite a bit of ground and thank you as ever for your time on this topic, Neville. Um, if you were to take a, a step back and if it is possible to ask the question, you know, the future of quantum technology, what does it look like? I know it's just, you know, arriving with us as you've been describing today, but where does that, where does that take us from a future uh, perspective? I think the development of quantum systems is touching on very fundamental areas of research in material science, mathematics, and computing. Through each of these areas, uh, we are uh, pushing boundaries, not just in computing, but in material sciences, uh, health sciences, and uh, genetics. You know, so I, th I think uh, quantum will have quite a far-reaching impact on many of the things that uh, touch our everyday lives. I think many of these new discoveries will have flow-on effects um, into areas that we even now can't imagine. Well, Neville, we look forward to tracking the progress of quantum in our various markets when, of course, working with our clients, as you've described. So um, thank you so much uh, for your time today. Uh, and with that, I will close off our podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, as usual, you can subscribe if I all the usual channels. And we very much look forward to connecting up with you all uh, on the next Experience CGI podcast. Neville, thank you very much. Thank you.